Hello, welcome to the last installment. Four hours of this thing. <laughs> Four hours of us talking to Nick. Um, this is this is all we got now. So yeah, um, this was the 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 end of the night. This after. is about like two in the morning. So I am fucking. I remember being like brain dead. Yeah, and like. I think we started at 10 and ended around 2, so... Yeah, so Tim wanted to do rapid fire, <laughs> ended up not being really rapid fire. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we just answer random questions and again, kind of talk about our friendship and what 8123 is and everything. Um, so this is kind of more of a heartfelt one, I think. Yeah. Um, and brain dead. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, here, uh, here's us and Nick. Here's the deal. Okay. Tim's taking over the podcast. This is a bonus, bonus episode. episode. Yeah, Tim's okay. taking over the bonus episode of the podcast. All right. I want to tables. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a round table. I'm going to ask the same question. Wait, I'm on a round table. I know. Relax. Okay. I'm going to ask the same question to each of you. But because there's two of you in the main and one of you in Nick, Nick has to answer the same question twice. <laughs> so, but what we're gonna do is start. We're gonna start with Nick, then we're gonna go to Pat. I'm gonna go back to Nick, and then we're gonna go to Garrett. So it's gonna be this balance of getting a side of each. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Ready? Just almost flash. These gonna be flash quick questions. I need some okay? water. Okay. Everybody ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know what exactly. So There's gonna be on, basic but... questions. <laughs> I don't fucking know. The whole idea is there gonna be basic questions that you guys can just run with, and they're supposed to be just quick. Don't have to go like for 20 minutes yeah. on each question, just quick, okay? okay? All right, Nick. The first memory you have of me and Pat. Meeting Pat? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. You picked me up from the airport, so it wasn't. He wasn't with you then. I feel like you maybe. Wait, I so the I first think, memory, like the first thing that stands out in your mind. First memory, I I mean, I it know stands that, out. Doesn't mean this first. Yeah, one. yeah. So I know there's more, but the first real thing that I think of is when we were recording that little fucking auto tune remix song with Jono, like recording vocals in your bedroom. You know, yeah. That was probably the first real thing with you. Yeah. What stood out with it? What stood out? Probably John's obnoxious shirt that he was wearing. I think he had, <laughs> think he had a, a neon fucking hat, flat brim hat, and some all over print shirt. Seriously, like that's what I remember is John recording vocals in your bedroom wearing some obnoxious 2008 shirt. That was the first time you remember me and Nick. Uh, I remember playing drums on Not a yeah. Second Away. So it, it was, was like, uh, uh, Are You Catching My Drift? Are You Catching yeah. My Drift? Yeah. <laughs> and I remember being, being really afraid that I was going to like f- fuck it up at the show. Because I remember like really wanting to like impress you so that like you would come like be a be like a part of our thing. Meanwhile, I was thinking the exact same like that. Yeah. Why'd you want him to be a part of it so bad? Um, cause I just like, I don't, I, I think we'd been like trying to find like other artists yeah. that we like had that thing with, like a con, like a connection with, yeah. and that like it was like oh if like we find an artist that like people will actually like enjoy, then it's like we can build something that's that's bigger. Yeah. And I just remember feeling like, fuck, if, like, we don't do this with him, somebody else is going to. And, like, so, like, he's he's gonna find his path <laughs> towards, like, being a professional artist in some way or another. So, it's just, yeah. if we can be a part of it, then that's better, you know? Like, what was your first time, uh, first memory of meeting Garrett? Garrett. Um, 
It's so much. It's, it's weird because I feel like, or just the first thing that pops. I know, mind. I know, but I just feel like Garrett and I had such like a very close, like relationship. Like I think even like at the time, like Rachel flew up to Massachusetts. Like we had a very different thing yeah. in that time. So I'm trying to think. It's not it, but I just because I talked about it, I picture you. I picture that day we were all up in Maine in the middle of nowhere when we played that shitty little venue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys were in the Suburban and there was the tractor, so that's how you know we're in the middle of nowhere. There's a tractor next to the venue and Garrett climbing in the tractor. I know there's more of a story, but like mm. that's what I'm thinking now. Mm. That that weird little weekend of shows that I hopped on. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, a very happy... Yeah. That's like the earliest memory, yeah. you know? It wasn't a fun... What was your first moment. memory or impression of Nick? Um, so... I think I was on a family trip when you flew out the first time. Yeah. Yeah. So I was gone. Yeah. But I remember hearing from Tim and Pat the entire time about how awesome it was and how cool <laughs> it was. So, but my first memory, and I talked about it in, in what we did earlier, was you at the sets. Yes. Playing the show. Yeah. And in my head... I know it's not right at all. In the same way that I was thinking of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, I don't... I could have been the first night we met. I don't know. But yeah. I'm saying, what I remember is you had a fucking tower of electronic stuff like with a, a computer rack. on top. Yeah. And I a thought... <laughs> and I And it looked like you sat down at it like a keyboard. I did. I had a little keyboard, yeah. And in my head, it was like... What I like picture a like, like a scientist. No, like what I picture like uh, a fucking uh, Trent Reznor or something. Yeah, like that. he had all these knobs. Beep, and I was like, beep, so beep, what do those fucking knobs do? And it's so funny Nothing, to hear because I didn't no, know what they it's did. It's just so funny to hear about you talking about it now. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, nope, he's the computer guy. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, as a gateway laptop. Yeah, <laughs> but I do remember. I do remember that what Pat was just saying. It was like this feeling of like you like wanting you to come in so bad, and like yeah. we've had a couple times. Um, since then of people and it just hasn't felt right yeah. and like you coming in it was like oh this this is what's this funny is about that I know this is a rapid fire thing but what's funny about that <laughs> is I spent so much time thinking like kind of the same you the same way you were about you guys like I hope this is cool enough for them I'm yeah. impressing them with this song do they like my voice do they like this yeah yeah you know so uh, that's funny <laughs> alright so you guys have toured with each other Countless times, yeah, yeah. In Rocket, Beach Weather, Various Nick Santino solo, and, yeah. Before Rocket was a full band. All right, what's your favorite tour and tour memory with the men? Uh, AP tour. I think I think AP tour was one of my favorite tours. I think it's because of our it was one of our first like big run, but that was the first time that we actually like hit the road together. Right was. Like, like a, on, on, like, on, like, a full tour. On, like, yeah. a big venue, yeah. full tour, yeah. packed house, sold-out tour. Like, I think we had real fucking good times on that tour. Yeah. And we were kids, and we were figuring... And you were more so kids than I yeah. was. And, like, yeah, that was a fun... That was a fun little little ride. That was your favorite tour? Uh, tour memory? 8123 tour, for sure. That was also what I was going to say, too. But uh, it was a little <laughs> battle between the two. That one... That one just, like... Like I said, it was. It felt like we were bringing the community that we had in Arizona. Yeah. Well, dude, who were the owners on it? Right, right in the, the century. century like, Rocket. There were no strangers on that yeah. tour. You know? So it was, and it was like at the end of our set every night, like you, you, you guys would all come, like come up and like 
Like it, it, it just felt like it didn't feel fake. That felt, yeah, that was what it was, and we were well, because it, yeah, well, yeah, it was that's what it was. Yeah. Garrett, mine with Nick specifically was the acoustic one. Yeah, because of those long little chats. Long, stuff. like I just love hearing how people think about the world and like their view on stuff and what they're feeling, whatever. And it doesn't even matter what was happening in those conversations, but just like sitting in the back and the three of us just like talking yeah. about life and relationships and, and specific then, instances and those things like that. Yeah. yeah, and then like and then talking about music and like how that affects things. Sort of like we've just been like doing for three hours. Totally, <laughs> but like th- that, like I there was certain di- I remember like a really bouncy road and like uh-huh. it was like it, it was so fucking it was dark, cold, cold, freezing so, cold. Yeah, yeah, and it was so cold and like. And just like everyone kind of just spilling their guts, yeah. And it was like that meant a lot. I remember that, and it was dark because it was nighttime, and we yeah. were in the back of the van, so there was no yeah. light really back there. But I both those that. tours, of course, were so fun. Yeah, yeah. That's but why. But like, I, I guess in a specific like to you memory. True memory yeah, yeah. yeah. It, that's that's, awesome. that's my favorite. All right, I'm gonna ask three different questions. Okay. Okay. Pat, why are you grateful to have Nick in your life? Um, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that, like, it's, it's rare to have relationships that last that long time. And I, I, I know, like, for you and, you know, like, with your, your friends, I think that's pretty, like, that's, like, extreme, you know? But I think, like, to have friends for... Ten years or, or, or Especially more. Especially being a foreigner from the other yeah, side of the country. Yeah, it's like pretty, know? pretty rare. And yeah. to like have done all the things that we've done together, and then to like to continue to be able, be, be like be able to do that, and to like get through any weird things, and to like yeah. get through the ups and the downs and all that. I think that. So. Can I? Uh, yeah, go for it. I feel the exact same because. We weren't, like, you and me were friends, but we weren't great friends. Like, me and John weren't really good friends. Yeah, yeah. Me and J- like, like, me and, and Pat, I, me and I Pat. I see that when I see you guys now thinking about that same thing. I'm like, Pat and Garrett are the little babies, like, John and... and well, let me ask you another know. question, so we'll interject. I have more yeah, separate sorry, questions yeah. for the both of you two. But, collectively, you guys can all talk to, with each other. Why do you guys, the three of you... Like, what is that connection? Because that is real. Like, between what Garrett just brought us? us up. There is a connection between um, the three of you I, and that same energy. I feel like it's possibly a little bit, like, um, kind of in in what you're saying, where, like, John and, and like, Jared and, like, yeah, like, 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 like everybody kind of already had this, this, this thing. Yeah. And, like, they kind of have a way of, being in a way of yeah, thing, yeah. and obviously like we're all really good friends and you but like the, the three of us kind of maybe are like the outsiders yeah, in, in, in like group. that a little bit um i mean you're honestly six months behind us yeah of yeah. really becoming but friends be, but beyond beyond it's, age, beyond it's, age real quick so no, like no, no, if you look no, at the I, pattern i'm not talking about of like i know feeling like a little more of like outsiders we didn't really like drink and party as as much as as everybody else um you know like we're like 
Me and Gary really bond on music more than yeah. the rest. I mean, I talk about music yeah. with John. Me and John swap stuff around, yeah. but John, Gary, and I have always bonded on like. Yeah. Bar, well, is there an interesting similarity between the idea that the three of you were in multiple bands when you were growing up, always trying to just be in bands, no matter what it was? Sometimes they were really yeah, shitty. 100%. Sometimes they were good. I would just make but no matter what, bands, you just yeah. wanted to be in bands, and that connection between the three of you has been filtered around that idea that like. Being in a band and doing whatever it takes to be in a band is like really meaningful, and your guys' relationships with each other is like that understanding of that. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I, I've never thought about it like that. But like, like, if you look at anybody else, you know, it's like Kenny was in one band, you know, and Jared was in a band, but he was the same band, multiple names. But like the three of you guys were like. Constantly trying to just chase the idea of being band in bands. By recording, yeah, but I don't know. I feel like you and me, yeah. we can always be like not hard on each other, but like, no, for sure, yeah. but like we can be. Um, if you're being an asshole, I feel like I can yeah. tell you that you're being an yeah, asshole. Being a dick, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like that, and like. And me and Pat have been friends for so long that, like, we, we like, we're at that perfect age of, like, um, we're going into each other at the same exact time. Yeah. You guys were in high school when this shit started. Yeah. So it's, like, it's, it's, like, this, like, weird, like, we would have all been best friends in high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I kind of feel, like, to, to me, I guess, more so, it's, like, um. You know, I was always, like, looking for, like. Where's my group of people or yeah, something? Because yeah, yeah. yeah. it was like you always had like John and Max and all these guys and stuff. Yeah. And like I don't feel like any of us like maybe really felt like we had quite as much right. of like and that. Yeah. Was, like, yeah. side, like so it's like oh like the, no like like this is like our little, like these are like our yeah. And what, what is that group like? What is it? Oh, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm just no, saying. I agree, like, I agree with you 100. percent I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm talking about. I agree with you. Like, yeah, you guys have that same exact energy well, of uh, surrounded around that. Like, it, you guys, but you guys all have like your handful of friends, yeah. right? But when you yeah. guys came together, it felt like there was a deeper bond with each other. I think I, because of that. Yeah. Where it was like it was finally like yeah we were like maybe outsiders with even in small friend groups and when we came together it was like. We are all the outsiders coming together. No, no, that's yeah. what I said yeah. at the start. Yeah, yeah. 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 But and it's like that's I, what. Another thing on top of it is that in Rocket, like I said, we had Halvo, who was also one of the yeah. best yeah. friends with John and Jared and Tim mm-hmm. and that those group of guys, yeah. and Justin, who was you know always in Arizona before I was even there, and Grav- was always hanging with the same crew. And so then, you know, Andrew was with those guys. Well, like you said, like, they do, like, they, like, bonded over different yeah. things than we no, bonded like, on. Yeah. So like, it's like, like what, the party go to when you're, like, walking around and you're like, who am I going to talk to? Well, <laughs> they would go to, like, like, somehow, like, we all did that and then ended up, like, yeah. in the middle. Well, no, like, it's, like, like, it's like, like, back to the huddles. <laughs> yeah. No, but you it's, guys it's, are huddled up with each other. It's, it's yeah. weird as it, and, like, not, like, those are, all of you guys are my best friend. Like, yeah. all of them are all my best friends. But, like. At times, it could feel like the the cool crew, the cool kids. Yeah, yeah and we're like the Jared, John are the coolest like, guys in no, the world. Not, and not that yeah. we're not yeah. like part of the group at all, but we're like but slightly no. younger. No, they're cool, like they're cool as fuck. I guess. <laughs> we're, like, we're like after shows on AP tour, for example. Like my band and your band would go 
to a bar next to the venue and chill and hang out until a bus call, and the three of us would watch fucking E.T. in the front lounge of your bus while everyone else was partying. You know, I know. what I mean? Like, no. Yeah. And it's not because we were, like, anti-social. It no. was just because, like, maybe that wasn't our thing. Maybe yeah. we were focusing on other things and, like... Yeah. But nothing, I, I guess watching E.T. was our employee. Yeah, maybe it wasn't E.T., but I do remember watching movies on your bus with like, nobody but us, uh, you know? I don't, I don't think there's an exact... There's not an answer. Well, I think you guys answered it, like, yeah. six different times yeah. throughout it. I maybe, think, yeah, probably. I think people will, like, yeah. gain some value from that. Yeah. All right. Nick. Yeah. This is, like, rather... Because we're doing the round table thing now. <laughs> what lesson have you learned from the main collectively that is applied to your life as a father? Oh shit! Holy fuck! Um, appreciation, I think, like just as a whole, the the word and definition of a, you guys, I think you guys have an appreciation for a lot of things, and whether that's your fans, whether that's your music, whether that's each other or your family or who you you know how you treat people, or I think I've always <laughs> I've always appreciated that about you guys, and if you I think that's a very big thing is being able to like actually genuine like Jono doesn't stand outside this hotel it pinned in the corner signing every autograph until these kids well they don't go home but until these kids go home if he didn't appreciate them actually being there you know and I think I think a lot of the time with like the music biz too is that there's a lot of lack of appreciation for what people are doing in the people that put them there and people the reason why you're there and I think that has kind of like helped me be like I don't know I just feel like there's always been that thing and like it helps you kind of if you can appreciate things and actually understand why you love certain things and understand that those things have helped change your life in a certain way I feel like you can apply that to so many different things in life and like having a kid yeah I mean I I does that make any, does yeah, that make yeah, any totally, sort of sense? Totally. Like, I've always respected that you guys aren't bullshitters. You aren't doing the song and dance literally and then going and fucking doing the autograph things and then being like, I'm too good for this. I'll sign five autographs and go away. Like, you know that if you didn't appreciate those fans, they'll eventually up and leave you and be like, all right, they don't care about us. But because you care about them so much, I think that, like, makes me feel like a better person because I want to care about something as much as you guys care about fucking everything you know what i mean so is that a good answer yeah, that's a great answer yeah all right Garrett. so you've obviously seen many levels of nick's career from being in like a, a solo artist to a band to a solo artist to a band to a solo artist to a father obviously to a, every, to a family band every to a family band know, that's coming soon, <laughs> that's yeah. five years macaroni the santinos <laughs> um what uh like seeing him going and maneuvering through all those phases like at one point in your life like maybe the main ends or maybe you have to transition and the main's like a part-time gig or whatever may happen we don't know 10 years 20 years 30 years from now whatever like what what have you like learned from observing like his way of being able to uh be able to adapt and to change and to gracefully kind of do it the way he's done it to like help you out for your future. I think Nick has taken hmm. <laughs> I think you've maneuvered around things 
in a in a really cool way, where like the rocket thing was the way it began, and I honestly I kind of even forgot that you started <laughs> yeah. the way that you did. Yeah, right. I was just like not a thing. I was just like, oh yeah, hello, and then being like. Hey, this is this is something cool that can come and like Halvo and Justin and yeah. all these things and you're like getting thrown all these things and you're picking the best parts mm-hmm. of what that is, and to have the vision of like bringing in people that are really cool, and then making some really awesome records, yeah, and then it kind of like falling out of your hands. And then you go, okay, what do I do now? I'm going to make something for myself. Right. That I, you, in your heart, you needed to do. Needed, exactly. You needed to do that. Yeah. And so, like, every point of your life, it was something that, like, you needed to do. You know what I mean? Like, to get to that. Because even the next step to Beachweather is the same thing. Yeah. For me, where I was, I needed to be back on stage with a couple other dudes and and, and like and like have people who like had your back and shit and then like and then that kind of goes and you're like okay wait I need to I need to live my life who maybe that's what no who the fuck am I (laughs) you know who and that was that was what's so cool and I know it's not really the question I wanted to say earlier but like uh, when I seen you in Boston it was like so awesome what like this last time? Yeah, yeah. It, and like and like I I text you after and it was like Kenny did, John, everybody did that, and that's that's how I knew that that hangout was like something very special, you know, because well, you guys hadn't seen me in I had, fucking I, two I, years. I hadn't that seen point, you, you know? and like it was it was. Had it been that long since we? I mean, when's the last time I really it? saw you? Like I only saw you at the store. Yeah, the store. That's when uh, I saw you. Yeah, Before yeah, that, yeah. I mean, maybe if you were on tour and I came to a show. Yeah, maybe, one one time we had a day well, off, really and I saw it, you yeah. for like a second. But just seeing you in that day, I can't tell you how happy that that made me. Yeah, like just to see you. you there, and like like you. I, as, I was glowing as, when I left. As the when, Nick, on the drive home, I was just like on, I was like on a high, and Reed knew that, and she was like, "You're different around them," and like the best kind of way you know and you needed that like she keeps saying that you needed that you need to be here you need to be hanging with them you know it's good for you and so exactly what you're saying about that but but i mean it was good for me too (laughs) yeah you know what i mean like (laughs) it was it was so great and it like emotionally like lifted me because i was like because i hadn't seen you for a while and i was just like fuck man it was really awesome is he one of my best figure friends figure it out whether it's yeah. not starting another band but now starting a family like no and just and know. just the, the happiness that I saw like it wasn't even like what you said or the way you act it was just like a thing in your eye that was just yeah. like I've known that guy for so long right. and to see him that way right is cooler awesome. than anything I've ever been around so like yeah. to have that well, spark in the in the growth you you went through to be there mm. I guess gets to the point. I was just like, just keep growing. I think kind of what you were saying is like, you know, being in a band is a lot of like looking ahead. So like you're not like, a pr- like a pr- a appreciating the moment as much as you should because, you know, you're thinking about what's next. You're thinking about what you want. That's what more. Next tour is, well, it's like is, now yeah. with what, where, where you're at in your life, it's like, well, like, like you just want to see your kid happy <laughs> yeah. right then. It's like yeah. you're not really like thinking about like 
like, are they gonna do good in preschool? Can it's I say, like, it's just like, yeah. it's just like, it's like, is he gonna, in, is he gonna he graduate enjoy college. the milk? Hey, Nick, you're like, just born. No, it's like, <laughs> just like you're, you're thinking about like his next, you know, his next poop. And Can like, I say like, the things like, that get me like yeah. me and Re like ha- like excited now is we just had a six month appointment, like his six month doctor's appointment, and she told us that we can. Yeah, start giving, start trying like scrambled eggs and like, and that we were like, we can feed our kid food. Like we're excited about yeah. like those steps. Like we yeah. went from f- giving them breast milk to formula to fucking applesauce, and now they're like, yeah, you know, trying to add some like scrambled eggs. And we're like, those are the things that I get excited about now. You know, like you know, getting a nice that's stroller a, and using a family bathroom at the you're mall. You're definitely a dad gear guy. I love, I love dad gear. So a stroller, <laughs> a stroller is like the ultimate backpack. <laughs> you don't even need a cart at the grocery store. You're fine. <laughs> All right. Final question. Answered in three different perspectives. The question is going to be this. What does 8123 mean to you? But each of you have to answer from a different perspective. Okay. All right. So. Don't do me first. Good thing. Pat didn't answer the last one, so he has to go first. Garrett. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett, you're up, buddy. <laughs> The vision for 8123. What does 8123 mean to you in the perspective of the vision of what it will become? Hmm. I did that last time. The vision. I'd end in the... Hmm. Um, I think it's something that... I don't want to see... We were talking about biker gangs last time. <laughs> yeah, we were. Um, I think it's something clubs, that... I mean, clubs. We, we kind of mentioned it. It's like, how cool would it be that it is something that at some point could be passed on? Yeah, that's exactly... When he said that, I thought the same thing. And I yeah. never really I thought like, about really it like that. But, idea. yeah, like, a, a people... Like, imagine if we can build a group of people who have the same kind of thought process that we do mm-hmm. and this yeah. this way of um, wanting to just make things easier for people you know what I mean like life is so fucking crazy and there's so many levels to it and it's never easy yeah. um, but if you could have this like not clear because you're never going to really know but like um, a thoughtful like helpful vision of things if we can build that into people and there's enough people that would want to push that along without us, mm-hmm. I think it'd be, it'd be a fucking amazing. It yeah. would be something... You, create, you created something special that people are then now passing along and... No, I mean, like, the whole idea of, like, with anything, it's like, if you just want to control something to the point where, like, you have to be involved all the time, like, it eventually goes away. But, like, if it's something that can be passed on... It can live like throughout our lives. Like it'd be beautiful to live on past us, mm-hmm. you know, and then past the people that are part of it now and keep growing. That's a, that's an awesome idea, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Pat. From the perspective of eighty-one twenty-three fans and the main as they become a, like as they grow up and they become like more like adults and grow in their life, like what does that look like? Um. I think it, uh, you know, I, 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 th- I think it's this like 
if it can be this perfect balance of like nostalgia and a, and like a break from whatever they you know are doing as a parent or as in like work as like a reminder of their 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 youth in a in a a, a fun way you know Mm-hmm. And then also at the same time be this like current tool for th- their life, you know, like some people follow people that write books and put out podcasts and things to kind of like help them navigate their current kind of like 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 world. I think that if then you know, it could it could also be that where we're we're still we're we're making songs to be the soundtrack to help them through what they're going through as an adult, as mm-hmm. you know, an 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 aging person, mm-hmm. and you know, become something more where it, you know it is a community and a book club and a of events and and people you know like how people go to a, 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 a high school like like a reunion or they have a group of friends like you know if there could be a dinner once every couple months in every big city where 81 23 people get together and then they are eventually having a daycare with freaking <laughs> yeah. people that do it and like totally. like this this like balance of like you know yes every once in a while like everyone needs two times a year to come out to the shows and to like get away and have a drink and get away from that and like but then also on a current level like help them getting through every day and like totally. um you know, and I think like what how the shows are, you know, I think would change into you know whatever us playing more like 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 theaters and and seated places and putting on a different kind of show that maybe kind of goes back to what we were talking about a, 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 a lot in all this. We're like putting on shows that are really for like. Not, not that they're not now, but something that feels more classic or something, you know, that feels like when we were going to see, when we, when we go to see, like, 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 Wilco or something, mm-hmm. like, a level of musicianship that, like, I think will be appreciated more and more and more and more as the audience gets older, um, and as, like, the type of albums that we make progress, I think, like, that's just gonna make a lot more sense in 10 years. Totally. All right, Nick, from somebody that has maybe at times felt like they've been in and out of 8123, but have yeah. always been a part of 8123, yeah. what does, like, the culture and the community of 8123 mean to you? Well, I think you guys have created this, like... Also, remember, well, it's like, I'm saying 8123 is not... You not you guys created it's, it's, right. It's, yeah, that's you, what I was added your thing. That's what I said. In and out. Yeah. It's really easy for a lot of people to think that they're not, but like yeah. just as much as like the fans have created stuff and the main have well, created stuff, you also have two in many forms of your career. Yeah, and you it's not um a record label. It's not 
just something for you guys to put out some music and have this platform. You guys created like a. I keep saying that I don't mean like just you guys created. Like I feel like it's a, it's a community yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, it's a safe space. It's a place where people can go. If this was a place, it would be a place where people would go and feel safe. And that's what your shows are. They go and they feel like no one there is judging them. No, everybody there could be their friend, whether they don't, whether they've known them or recognized them from another show or have never seen them before in their life. You know, like that's a special thing that like. Even the times when I've been like away from the eighty one twenty three thing, it's like you can't pull that part away. You know what I mean? Like I feel like my soul has always been in that safe space with you guys. Even if like my physical body was like trying to get away from it, or maybe didn't think it was the right thing at the right time for what I was trying to do or whatever, I feel like that's the thing that's so special about it, where it's like it's not just a company you guys make cool merch for and it's not just like it's really not even just shows it's not even really just music it's like you guys do a festival and you have kids plant trees and you have kids clean clean up fuck it not kids but people community clean up like garbage and you like do stuff it's like who fucking does that that plays music not really many people because it's not just about a group of people playing music you know it's about these kids that come to the shows feeling just as important to the 8123 community as you guys do create like that made it and created it from the ground up and now it's like like you saying that eventually you could give it away and let it become a thing and like have other the people that you trust because you trust these kids you know you trust them to it's just like any brand that you represent like you trust trust these kids to not shit on the 8123 name you know what I mean like these kids treat it with respect and they because they appreciate it they love it they value it it's it's not just a a patch they wear on their fucking jacket and they think it's cool like it that patch on their jacket is a deeper meaning than that and it's like your biker club thing it's like it's that community thing where it's like it's what's the thing it's it's a number about a number you can't explain it's that exact thing Mm -hmm. in real life form you know and that's what I've always liked because even like I said even the times where we bickered and fight fought and I've been like we want to do more than that we want to try to be away from that and we don't you know like pull me away from that and send me home and have me not put out another album like under the 8123 thing but you'll never be able to like take my true heart away from that because you know what I mean it's not a fucking record label like I've been on record labels like I'm not looking at I had a great time on Fueled by Ramen, but I'm not looking at Fueled by Ramen as, like, my family anymore. You know what I mean? Like, there's always this... Because it's more than just a number, it's more than just a a brand or a company or, you know, you guys make people feel special with this. And I think we all collectively... And they make you guys feel special. And our fans make us feel special. And and you being just, like, manager guy and not creating music with these guys, you have a different bond with all of these kids but they see you as like as Halvo says their leader <laughs> you know what I mean but it's like they owe it to you because like they know that you well, it's all of us that's, I know it's not one that, specific that, that's person like my, but uh, my thinking, thing like, each my role, biggest you know? like only thing that I think has like been the hardest thing to manage in my career was managing the expectations of like when you're trying to bring other artists into something to like let them like understand this platform in a certain way it's like it feels like 
like I, I believe everybody can find their own identity within it because I think that's the, a, fan, that's really the fans fun, yeah. have a perspective and I think and they're really amazing people that can love any artist for the way that they are and still have it be folded under this idea that they're supported from from that group of, right. uh, under the, the numbers 8123. It sort of kind of goes back a little earlier when I was mentioning like creating and whether that's art or music or whatever and that going hand in hand with love and appreciation like if you create music you're not really going to be an asshole like I feel like like if you are genuinely that's happy I know I know but, but, maybe, <laughs> but that's the thing but maybe the people that do create music that are assholes are just fucking assholes no, and they're in it for the wrong reason no I think people get lost along the way and I think what's beautiful about 8123 is like it's a humbling community we create we created these guidelines that have like these deep moral values yeah. that if you don't like if you're not falling within that you you like you'll you're kind of checked out by it right, right. like they'll they look at you it's like we collectively decided like this is what this community about there's are there are these unspoken rules about how we should treat each other within this community exactly, yeah and it every fan knows it and every band should know it and it's like sometimes people fall with, outside of those rules yeah and that's where like certain artists are just like, I'm just free range, I just want to be as successful as I want, I want to do whatever, and it's like, you become this band that just fucks up and treats people shitty, because it's like, you had no structure of understanding, you had no, like, there was nothing there. And but I, I, I think what I'm, what I'm, what I kind of mean by it is that, like, no one really, uh, I feel like, gives their fan base, like, the time of day to be interested in what they create, and you guys get fan art all the time like stuff like that and it's like you appreciate the things that kid, like you guys may have made merch off of like stuff that kids have liked because like you know don't you have a shirt with like a picture of somebody like in somebody mm -hmm. you know what I mean like sure, you're appreciating yeah. just as much as they're appreciating your art you guys do that with them and I feel like that also makes them feel good because they know that they're also being appreciated for something that they made that made you feel happy you know mm -hmm. what I mean like and I feel like you don't really, that doesn't happen all the time. Usually, you know. I, I, I think the cool thing about it, too, is, like, also, what it is is always changed. So, like, right now, you know, there isn't, there aren't other bands. Tech, yeah. Like, there aren't <laughs> yeah. any active bands a part of 8123. So, it yeah. isn't really. It's a music community. It's, it's, it, like, it's, it's, it's a bunch it's of a, things. It's, yeah. a, it's a deeper thing than that. It's not one specific it's the fact identity. That, like, yeah. You're not currently making music. Or pursuing a, a career right. in music. But he's going to drop a record this at, December. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, right <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? I got to record stuff. But like, at like this exact moment, right. you know, you're, you're, not, you're not doing that yet. Yeah. At any point. Just as a part of it, and we can't even talk about it, you're just as a part of Fucking it. Fucking hell As, as ever, know? or yeah. hell yeah. who, you know, like, mm -hmm. just for being Halvo, you know? Yeah. And Anything he wants a, to do, it's like... Because it's a positive it. thing, you know? Right. It's a positive thing, and I think if you're just a living, breathing human being, like, there's no reason to have anything in your life but positivity. And so if you can create that, like, a brand, you can create a community that is literally just based off of positivity and love and appreciation, then, like, what's the fucking... Why would you shit on that? Why would you not want to be a part of that? You know, like... That's a good way to... That's a good way to... Tell you know what I'm that. saying? That's like, good. Yeah. All right. Cool. I'm glad Final you, I'm glad you right. like that. That was great. Final round. We're done. Three minutes only. Three minutes left. We're almost at four hours. I know. Three minutes left. <laughs> Might as well just be added to Three minutes left. Three minutes point. left. Rapid fire. It's called... 
three what, this was not this rapid not fire? fire. <laughs> this is those the final one, the, the okay, rapid fire rapid okay. fire. Three minutes, three questions. Each Actual of you each fire. of you could ask me Your a question. Your questions were too deep. Each That's of you each of you <laughs> get to ask me one question. I have a minute to answer each question or less. So I can do it in thirty oh seconds potentially. God. So whoever wants to go first, three Wait, questions. Wait, what what three questions? Each of you get one question. From the three of you, just ask we have to go question. three in a row. No, just no, ask me just a question. Ask one single question. If you could um, change one thing about your career as a manager or the guy printing T-shirts in your sweaty garage, like back when you were making flyers for fucking these guys' bands in high school, like I'm talking your whole career as I want to be music manager guy, or not even just that. What like however you view yourself in your role, what is one thing that you think you could would if you could. Maybe do a little bit. Yeah. You don't necessarily yeah. change for good. But uh, so do I'm going to answer it in kind of a bullshit way, but I, I believe it in the truest sense. I used to like for nine, eight, eight or nine years of my career, I'll be in my shower and I randomly have like a shitty memory of something I did that I wish I was like, I wish I would have done different. Yeah. And I would like stress about it or like the night before I go to bed, before we launch a tour or before we do anything, I would freak out like I have to this has to be done this has to be done and I would like just be overwhelmed by what's happening so I don't want to change anything because every mistake I've ever made makes me better every day and every mistake I'm going to make for the next 10 years will make me better for the following following 10 years and I used to think I wish I could just go back in time and fix things I am past that point in my life (laughs) of wanting to fix things and to rather like own my mistakes. And if I can own my yeah. mistakes, I can become a better person. Yeah, like like I said, like every mistake you made in your life, it, you're sitting in this chair for that reason, you know. Who is Chad? Chad? Chad has been around <laughs> for a long time and he did not Wanted to make it known to the world. I don't even know who Chad is. <laughs> Chad is my graphic design alter ego. <laughs> For real. So, <laughs> most people think <laughs> that there's like a graphic designer behind 8123. And it's just Chad. <laughs> my graphic design alter ego. It's Tim. So... A lot of stuff you see is done what by Chad. Like done Chad. by Chad. Where's Chad? No, Chad? Some, I made a joke at one point when I started like designing more oh, and doing oh. stuff. Like, because I mean, I designed all the mains, like their first MySpace backgrounds, yeah, like, their photos, and all this stuff. I think I and they were like really bad, but like yeah. over time, it was just like we don't have a record label, so it's like to make like a random like we're doing a pop up shop tomorrow, or we're doing uh, social, you know, social media skins, or whatever it may be, like. Chad had Chad to design. design. You'd call Chad. And, and I would just call in Chad, and Chad would have to design. Send him an email. And get, yeah, so that, get Chad out. is myself. Appreciate you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I am Chad. <laughs> Chad, I am. I am Chad. It's <laughs> a good t-shirt, actually. I'm Chad. Someone's going to make it now. Yeah. <clears throat> It'll be at the show tomorrow. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah. Um, final, final question. I feel like it's a lot of pressure now. Um, Glad I'm, fine. I'm so happy Chad's out there now. <laughs> I wasn't even aware of it. <laughs> See, that's how good Chad that is. Great. You gotta do things when you 
don't know how to do them. Yeah, and you then know? the funny thing is, first time you put Chad, I was like, who the fuck's Chad? This is a really good design. Where are you putting Chad? I'm like, just fucking around with this. No, like, like I got a new, I got an email to talk to us. It would be like, hey, I got this new design from Chad. You guys know who Chad was? No, I just did it randomly one time. I got you. Oh, Did we have a meeting? You're like, I'm Chad. I forgot how you did it, but I was just like, Whoa! <laughs> That's awesome. I am Chad. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Tim is Chad. Um, Tim is Chad. You know, there's a lot of other things that you could do for a job to make more and more money and take up a lot less time. And, uh, I guess... Why, why do you keep waking up every day and working for this? Because we gave him enough time. Um, and you fucking work, just in case anybody doesn't know. I've spent many of nights at your house when I come to Arizona, and you work all fucking day. You don't, like, you may go, oh, go to Whole Foods, get some coffee. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> is that how you think work. Tim sounds? Yeah. <laughs> or is he in chat mode? I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna run this mountain and be back. But you work all fucking day, so that's, I'm just trying to put it in perspective when Pat says, like, why do you wake up and work on this all day long? It's not like he just whips up on his laptop, does a couple of Chad designs, and then goes on to his day. Well, I think there is, like, to answer the long, like, why I work long questions is, like, there, well, I guess the answer is both, but we'll start with this. It's, like, every band, every, I think every career, they always find a reason to, like, you just get what you need to get done done, and it's, but there's always more. There's a million things you can do more. It's, like, make a better experience for somebody. It's, like, all right, we're going to announce a tour it's like okay well let's come up with a quick last minute concept it's like 8123 priority tickets let's give our rather than all these venues giving out pre-sale links to random people and not directed towards our fans and better experiences let's create a quick last minute concept and then let's evolve on it and then every tour make it better and better and better and stronger it's because it's about those people that are showing up every single day where you see, hear kids say, I've been to a hundred shows, or I was out tonight in Brazil where it's like, I can only afford to go to one show, or I can only do this, and it's like hearing their voices is like the reason where it's like, I feel the weight, the responsibility of them, I feel the weight and responsibility of like, my brothers being all of you guys, and the idea of like, what, like, everybody talked about the community of how much 8123 means to everybody. Like, well, if it means that much to all these people, it's like, you gotta make it a really great place. Yeah. You know, it's like, build a fucking solid home for these people to live in if they're calling it their home. And I think every single day, I don't think of it as work. The last thing I ever call yeah. it, I don't think of it's work. It's not work, right. You know? And I think, like, even within my relationship with, like, with Ashley and stuff, she has to go to, currently, she's, like, in, you know, going to a nine-to-five job, and, you know, it's, she's going to work. But for me, it's not work, it's just my life. And I have to do a better, maybe better job at like balance of like my, my personal things more so than what other people call work, but I just don't view it as that. I don't see like a stop between, oh, I gotta wake up at two in the morning to launch a tour on the other side of the world because of the time zone difference. It's just like, 
well, that's what those people have to know, you know? And I think it's not work for me. And it's, I think the second it starts becoming work for me is the second that I've lost my role. And then that's where back to my other point of like, you pass it off to somebody else. But like yeah. right now it doesn't feel like work. It feels like, like my life. And I think, the, I think that's what like 8123 means to me is like, it started as this place of like me and my friends hanging out. And that was just a place for us to hang out. And now it's a place for thousands of people around yeah. the world to hang out. It's basically you know, like we, an we, idea. Of we created friends. a virtual and physical version of a place that people want to hang out and be away from things in their life that they just don't want to deal with at a moment. And then also place that things that they can go deal with that moment with their friends around them and face their fears and face their insecurities and feel more comfortable with themselves. And bottom line, it's not work. It's just like this, whatever, 8123 family. Yeah. Awesome. Well, All right. That's the end of the <laughs> forever podcast. <laughs> Wow. I thought yeah. I was going to bed early tonight, too. Yeah, Me, gonna, too. Me, too. We need well, to we got a lot of podcasts out of this, you know? True. Wait, is it... What time is it right now? It's one forty. Yeah. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to wake up at 9. Can we just Uber late? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to check it like 11. So I don't know. Yeah, we're good. We'll be fine. We're just going to get on a 24-hour flight the next day. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Should we turn this off? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.